You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. All right, welcome to another edition of Chairgate and your NASCAR podcast for Belly Up Sports. I'm your host, Rattlesnake, coming at you live from Austin, Texas, in my new studio slash apartment uh, because I don't make enough money to have my own studio, and that's all because of you, my fans. Uh, I know most podcasts or blogs or websites are like, Oh, I love my fans. I owe everything to my fans. Well, you know what I owe to you, fans? Absolutely nothing. Because I don't have enough money to have a studio. This is all your fault. I deliver great content. It's not my fault. So just, you know, maybe be like Michael Jackson and look at the man in the mirror and think, this is your fault. So, uh, let's get into it. I have a great episode this week. It's going to be a short one because we messed up the interview. Um, we <laughs> recorded some of the interview, had to stop halfway. There was a lot of problems. We, we, uh, we were dancing around it quite a bit. Of course, another ARCA driver because I'm essentially the new the ARCA podcast, I think, is what I'm just becoming. But you know what? These ARCA drivers are awesome. Uh, obviously, we all enjoy you know, cup series, cup races, but when it comes to, like, interviewing drivers and talking to drivers, I take these ARCA guys over the cup guys any day of the week, because these ARCA guys are so much more down to earth. Yes, a lot of them are teenagers. Uh, Maybe that has something to do with it, but either way, they're all super down to earth, and I've become a huge ARCA fan simply because of the personalities of these drivers, and I hope they stay that way when they go to Cup Series. Uh, I know I've mentioned that in other podcasts or other interviews that I've had with the ARCA drivers. Um, We'll see. Either way, it's a great interview. Y'all are really going to enjoy it. Had a lot of fun, uh, even though it's quite a bit shorter 
on this one. Yeah, uh, I was also supposed to have another interview on this episode. Unfortunately, that fell through as well. Uh, so this week is just August, man. Uh, we're going to see how it goes in August because so far it is a bumpy road. But I was supposed to have another interview in this podcast episode, and it was going to be somebody from Twitter um, who I'll mention if he eventually comes on later. We were going to discuss whether um, the debate of you know iRacing and if you're really racing, if you're a, a, a racer, I don't know how he put it. That's why I wanted him on this episode, was to make the argument, to defend that argument that, um, you know, essentially esports are athletes kind of thing. Uh, that was going to be funny, because who doesn't want to hear that argument? But, you know, um, there's been some drama in the world of NASCAR, everybody, uh, like I said, if you listen to this podcast, you know, I don't really recap races anymore, just because if you listen to a NASCAR podcast, you don't need a damn recap. You watched the race, and you know what? If you didn't watch the race, then just, like, go look it up. Like, I'm not gonna, you're not gonna want to listen to a podcast just recapping a race that you probably should have already watched, because, uh, it was an entertaining race. But, that's not what I'm here to talk about. I'd rather just talk about drama going on in the sport and, you know, everything else. So, obviously, everybody's seen the video already of Tony Stewart uh, attacking a, I want to say fan. Probably not a Tony Stewart fan. <laughs> or at least if he was, he's not for long, right? Um, that was a great video. A lot of people are saying, like, bad optics. Like, wow, that doesn't look good for the sport, you know, that, that makes us look redneck. Uh, the feeds into the stereotype of, you know, NASCAR drivers going to knock out a, some fan talking shit. Um, so people are upset. Some people are, like, loving it. They're like, whatever, man. I've been following Tony Stewart long enough, and this is exactly what I miss about the sport. And you know what? I'm not huge one side or the other. I'm not completely in one camp or the other, but I am definitely leaning more towards the pro Tony Stewart knock a guy out uh, side of this argument, because Tony Stewart, that's that's what he does. If he did anything else, it wouldn't be Tony Stewart. Has he cleaned up his act a lot since he's been driving? Absolutely. Ever since his retirement, he's cleaned up his act a lot. He's a lot more professional now, you know, with his team, with the drivers on his team. He's more of a mentor, more of a fat Yoda type guy. Um, so, yes, he's not quite the same Tony Stewart, but it's so fun to see him be old Tony, you know, smoke that everybody remembers. Um, not to mention, it's just entertaining. Let's just be, let's just, let's stop acting like we're above it all. It is entertaining to watch a guy run at another guy throwing punches because he was talking shit. It's fun to watch, okay? And I get it's a professional sport, it's not world star hip hop, but I think most NASCAR fans enjoy the fact that, you know, it is a sport where, uh, if somebody's talking shit, then you go punch him in the face, <laughs> you know? It's fun to watch. It's fun to watch. Uh, so good for Tony Stewart, still being himself. Guy was talking shit. You ran out there throwing punches, throwing haymakers. Um, you know, regardless of if you landed a good punch, the guy was backing away. You won that fight. Good on you, Smoke. Keep it up. 
Um, in some more NASCAR-related news, Silly Seasons kind of uh, uh, sprung upon us. Um, and the big news is uh, just the, uh, Richard Childress came out with a, I guess, a quote or, you know. He was asked about Tyler Reddick, who I think it's not a surprise. Everybody has kind of been wondering about Tyler Reddick because it, it, he's a big name right now. You know, Cole Custer and Tyler Reddick are... Everyone's wondering when they're going to go cup. Uh, and for Tyler Reddick to be coming up in the RCR, uh, in an RCR car in Xfinity, means that there's a lot of room for a new talented driver to step in. Mostly just because RCR has the availability. Do they have the money? I don't know, but they got the availability. Anyway, the big news was that Richard Childress essentially said, like, yeah. Like, Reddick's moving to a cup, uh, a cup seat, like, next season. Like, if he if he stays with us, he's going cup. Um, and if he doesn't stay with us, he's going cup somewhere else. And that's the way the, uh, the quote read. And I don't think many people should be surprised about this. Not only is Tyler Reddick proving to be an extremely talented driver, uh, you know, regardless of the equipment, but um, he's also a personality. Right? I, I think a lot of people that follow NASCAR know who Tyler Reddick is more so than maybe some of the you know back uh, Cup Series drivers that are always finishing in like you know the 30s. Tyler Reddick's become popular. People know his name, and he's a talented driver. He's a big up and coming. So yeah, I think it would be genius for RCR to try to uh, try to pick him up and put him in a full series or uh, Cup Series ride. Obviously, I, 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 I'm not sure if they still got the 29 or not. I'd have to look into that charter. Uh, they probably do, but they definitely have the 31. And so that was kind of my thinking was, okay, Daniel Hemrick, you know, we'll see what happens with Hemrick. Um, it's been a bit of a disappointing first season. Uh, he did just, you know, finish seventh, so top ten finish, so good for him. But it's been quite disappointing. But when they put him in the eight instead of the 31, I mean, that was just great marketing. Obviously, everybody wanted to see the eight car come back. And RCR does a pretty good job about giving the fans what they want, which is something that RCR has always been great about. Uh, but putting him in the eight, not only was it just great marketing, but more importantly, that left a whole nother charter open that they've had for a while, the 31. Um... So that was an interesting move, leaving that kind of open for somebody. And Tyler Reddick is the clear favorite because he is a really good driver and deserves a Cup Series ride. So um, if they have the money to run three cars full-time next season, that'd be wonderful. RCR needs to go back to a three-car team. Uh, they haven't been three cars since, what was that, 2014? Man, what was that? Austin Dillon... Um, Ryan Newman and Paul Menard, I believe. I don't have any of this up in front of me, so I could be totally wrong when I say these things. But I think it was Austin Dillon, Ryan Newman, and Paul Menard. Regardless, uh, if they had Austin Dillon, Daniel Hemrick, and Tyler Reddick, that would definitely be the youngest team. Uh, so, you know, you got quite a bright future, but um, there's some talented, talented Cup Series drivers there. Uh, RCR needs a turnaround. They need to revive themselves a little bit. I've also heard rumors. I think Eric Eastup was talking about 
Maybe he won't even be, be in an RCR car. Maybe they're referring to uh, him being an RCR affiliate ride, which is an interesting thought. Um, I definitely don't see him going to Jermaine because Ty Dillon's there, and Ty Dillon's not losing his ride. Uh, he might not be driving for RCR, but Jermaine is an RCR affiliate, which means he keeps whatever job he wants. I mean, you know, that's that's his uh, the owner's grandson. So I don't see Jermaine anything happening there. Uh, not to mention they've kept that Geico sponsorship, which is pretty huge for such a small team. So I, I just don't see why they would change anything. The big question then for the, an RCR affiliate ride opening up would be uh, at Richard Petty Motorsports uh, in the 43 and dropping Bubba Wallace, which is, you know, I don't know if this is even a rumor, but it's a possibility. I don't see why that would happen. Uh, obviously, there's been some drama with Bubba Wallace, so maybe there's something in the backgrounds that, you know, uh, us fans are unaware of. Maybe the team's not happy with Bubba. Clearly, they're not happy with where he's been finishing. But I think most people can agree that that's not uh, Bubba's fault. That's mostly uh, the equipment that he's been put in. So I'm not sure. I think that would be a bad move. Uh, I think Tyler Reddick definitely deserves a ride. But Bubba Wallace, in my opinion, is one of the most, if not the most marketable drivers in NASCAR. I mean, the guy never has a good finish. And you can you know sell ads for him because he's just so marketable. You know, obviously, he's the first full-time black driver in NASCAR, which is a huge deal in marketability. But also, he's likable. He's outgoing. He's talkative. Uh, he's charismatic. He's good-looking. Like, the guy is marketable. So, I'm not sure why you would um, drop a guy like Bubba Wallace for Tyler Reddick. Um, and once again, not saying Tyler Reddick isn't marketable or doesn't deserve a ride. That just seems strange to me. And also, that would be a great way to end another potential uh, driver's career early by putting him in that 43 because that thing is trash and I don't think I think Tyler Reddick is a really good driver that can win in a lot of different equipment but uh, yeah no that would end his career going there just like what we're seeing with Bubba Wallace so um, you know hopefully I think the best way that this could play out if he does stay with RCR, would be just putting him in the 31 and just, uh, you know, RCR getting that third charter full-time back again. That's what they need to do. They're supposed to be a premier team. They need to have at least three cars running full-time, in my opinion. Um, yeah, and that's that. He could go somewhere else to another team. Uh, but every it seems like every time... Somebody talks about, oh yeah, this this uh, this seat's gonna open up because he's getting old and blah blah blah, and then you know they start winning again. And you go, well shit, now I don't know. So I say more than likely, uh, Reddick gets put in the 31, and that's something that I've been cheering for since Hemrick got that eight ride last silly season. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. I think it's gonna come to fruition though. Uh, yeah. I'm going to get into the interview real quick. One last thing. I definitely want to um, give a shout-out to my sponsors, TixBlitz.com. That's T-I-X-B-L-I-T-Z.com. Uh, funny story. I was over at my buddy's house this week. I think it was Monday. And he was talking about going to a, uh, a comedy show. 
and he specifically said, I thought of you and I thought of your show because, you know, we went to buy these tickets and they seemed way too cheap for, you know, how big this comedian is. Um, went on there, went to buy all three of them, and the service charges on top of what they were paying was like a whole nother, extra ticket between the three of them. And he was just like, it's absurd how they get you at the very end. And it's something that I've been hounding on all my episodes. And that's why you've got to go to Tick Splits because they don't have those fees. What you see, the price you see is the price you're going to pay. Uh, and it really is a huge deal, not to mention promo code BELLYUP. That's all caps, no spaces, B-E-L-L-Y-U-P. Uh, and you're going to get an additional discount on top of that. So it, it really is the best deal. People are telling me now uh, to my face, like, man. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Bakers, fresh for everyone. I thought of you. I thought of your show. I got to go to Tick Splits because it, it makes a big difference. Not to mention, maybe if uh, enough people go there and type in belly up uh, to get those referrals for me, I can finally afford a goddamn studio because you fans, like I said, are just terrible. I might have the worst fans of any podcast ever. Uh, I hate all of you a lot. Also, um, while I'm talking about how much I hate you, go over to bellyupsports.com and uh, you know go buy some of our shirts. Our merch is badass. I design it, and I know how good I am at everything that I do, which means that those shirts are incredible. So you're, if you're a NASCAR fan, uh, you're not going to get better racing uh, attire than what I'm designing. That's just it's it's not gonna happen. I promise. Uh, if you're a football fan, baseball fan, basketball fan, wrestling, I mean, we got everything. So go over there, bellyupsports.com. We got it all. You're gonna love it. Um, and I don't get enough DMs from fans of being like, hey, I got my shirt. Send me the pictures because I'll send you like free shit. Like I'll give you shoutouts. But once again, my fans are just god awful. I mean. Worst fan base in any podcast throughout the podcast game. I want to say like NASCAR podcast, but there's not many NASCAR podcasts. I want to say like all sports podcasts. My fans, everybody listening to this right now, you are the worst. Um, I don't know how else to put that. You're just really bad at what you do. So I'm going to get into that interview real quick. Uh, one last thing, like I said, it's a little disappointing because I had this episode hyped up that uh, you know we are going to be discussing this. Uh, are you are is e racing or i racing um, or is that really racing? So hopefully I get that argument going because um, I love to hear nerds try to argue that uh, video games are real and because you play a video game, you're a real athlete. Uh, because pretty much anybody that's ever done anything in their entire life would dispute that. Um, you know, uh, anybody that's you know been snowboarding uh, would it would say, okay, your snowboarding video game is not actually snowboarding, right? Because I even brought this up too uh, in the argument. I said like, okay, if I play MLB The Show, am I now playing baseball? 
And his argument was like, well, yeah, that's a game of baseball. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> you're not actually playing baseball, you know? It's a virtual reality. This is It's a simulation of what actual baseball is. Um, so anyway, you know, everybody listening to this, hit me up. You know, if, if somebody else out there has a good argument um, and you're a big enough nerd to come on here and try to argue it, uh, you know, hit, hit me in the DMs. Maybe I'll let you come on the podcast and discuss this. Because, like I said, I like making fun of nerds. So, if you got the time and you're nerdy enough, I'd love for you to try to uh, try to dispute me. But you will be wrong, unfortunately for you. Um, all right, let's get into the interview. All right, I'm really excited to welcome on my next guest. We've just spent, I mean, how long have we spent trying to get this together? 30 minutes? Sounds about accurate. Yeah, like 30 minutes trying to actually get this together. I think I think this is it. But yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, Chandler Smith is on, another ARCA driver, a future up-and-coming star, I think. I think most people would agree. Uh, say what's up. Ah, uh, you know, just hanging out, man. Just living the life, relaxing. I got a week off finally. Been nice. wide open all summer, so, you know, I'm just trying to live it a little bit, you know what I mean? Well, I'm glad I could waste some of that time. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, you're just turned 17? Yeah, that's correct. Okay, and you, this is your second season in ARCA, correct? Yeah. Okay, and you currently have yep, six victories. Um, but the stat that really stood out to me, that blew me away, that um, anybody listening that might not know this, uh, you've led 46% of the laps in the races that you've been in, right? Yeah. I yep. mean, that just sounds like made up. That's insanely impressive. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. But there, like I said, there's always room to improve, you know. Could have did a little better in some places and maybe had that percentage a little higher, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, or you could just win every race and only lead like 1% of all laps that you've been on. Yeah, I mean, that's not bad neither. come in for the end right at the last second. That'd be kind of cool too. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be bad. Okay, so you're, what, in Georgia? You're from Georgia or are you in North Carolina now? I don't know. Georgia. Okay, you're still in Georgia. Yep. Okay, good for you. Uh, you're like one of the few guys that doesn't move to North Carolina yet apparently. But... <laughs> Okay, so you're 17 in Georgia. You just got your driver's license, what, last year? Yep. Okay, so what what's that like when you've grown up driving your whole life in race cars and then you got to go through and get your, like, legal driver's license? Very frustrating because, like, you're walking around you're like, dude, I've been driving for X amount of years and racing and stuff going a lot faster than anybody else does <laughs> on a street. So, like, why can't I just get my license? But, you know, it is what it is. It is the law, so you got to live with it. Okay, uh... So did you have to take like the driving test, the driving exam, like everybody else? Yep. Okay. What What's that like? Because you got the driving instructor. Does he know who you are? Like, does he know what you do? Yeah, he did. And okay. Uh, so I live in a pretty small town, and everybody kind of knows about me around here a little bit. And uh, when he found out that he's going to be my driving instructor, he just ha- made the best of it. And actually, had a lot of fun with me. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I- I'd be like, let's go out to the track and do this, man. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, so, are you still in high school, or are you being homeschooled? Uh, this year is my last year, and it's uh, my senior year as well, and we're going to do uh, online schooling for me. Oh, so this year uh, you're going to do online? Yeah, for my senior year. 
Okay, but all the other years you were in school like normal? Yep. Okay, uh, what do you think of that, that transition? Uh, well, I always wanted to be homeschooled. It's just I've always been the type that was just wanting to kind of focus completely on racing, and I've just never really been a big fan of school in general, like a bunch of kids for some reason are. But uh, it's just I always really wanted to be homeschooled, but they never would really let me. So i was been in public school ever since kindergarten and pre-K. Okay, and you said you uh, played basketball at your high school? Say that again? You played basketball at your high school? Oh, uh, yeah, I played it through middle school and at the start of high school. Uh, okay, what position? Uh, point guard, I played... Uh, I played, uh, what's it called, guard a few times as well, but mainly point guard. All right, so I, I'm just going to go out on a limb here and assume that you're a better race car driver than you are at basketball. Yeah, I mean, I was pretty good at basketball. Just <laughs> I, was, I grew up racing, so I, that's what I wanted to fulfill is my racing career. All right, what, what got you into racing? Uh, it's just I grew up watching it. Just When I was at a young age, I started racing when I was four years old, as a matter of fact. It's just my uh, family was a huge NASCAR fan, and they watched it, and I would be as a kid just in front of the TV watching it, and me being a kid, I was like, hey, I really want to do this. And my parents, uh, thankfully, had enough funding and stuff to get me started in racing and uh, gave me a shot at it. Did your dad know much about, like, the racing uh, industry or did did he kind of learn as you were going into it? I think he knew a little bit about it, but I don't think he knew, like, a ton about it. Right, right. Okay, so he was never involved before you, huh? He, I mean, he was a fan and stuff. But right. He wasn't, like, Involved in a race team now. Okay, cool. Do you have a favorite uh, Cup Series driver? Uh, prefer not to say. Okay, I'm just gonna assume it's Chase Elliott, just because you're from Georgia. No, no, it's not Elliott. I'm, I'm friends with him, but it's not Elliott. Are Are you from? I've always been a Jimmy J fan. I've always been a Jimmy J fan. Oh, that's respectable. Okay. Um, are you from the Dawsonville, like near there, like North Georgia, or? 25 minutes from Dawsonville. Oh, man. That's pretty cool. Okay. All right. Um, well, you, uh, you're you real impressive in ARCA, clearly. You're making a name for yourself pretty quickly. And you've this year, you got to uh, race in two truck races, correct? Yep, and I got two more left. Okay. My next race, as a matter of fact, is in the truck. Okay, cool. And so you got uh, a top five and a top ten, right? Yep. For Kyle Busch Motorsports? Yep, that's correct. Okay, so tell me a little bit about that. What do you? How do you like in trucks? I mean, I love it. Uh, in my opinion, the trucks have the most competition out of any other the series in NASCAR in my uh, perspective of it. But, uh, you know, it's awesome having a good group of KBM and having Kyle as a resource to lean back on just as a little learning curve, you know. The whole deal when you get into trucks, in my opinion, was just learning aero and racing on big tracks and stuff like that. So I'm just getting adjusted to that, and I'm not even 18 yet, so I can't even really be on the big tracks or do mm-hmm. full-time yet. So it's kind of frustrating with that deal as well, just back to like you were talking about with the uh, driver's license. That deal is really frustrating to me as well, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, why is that, uh, is that still a rule? Do you have any idea? Is it just like liability insurance or something? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, and speaking of that, um, are you are you leading the Sous Chef Short Track Challenge? Yeah. 
Because that, I mean, that's a pretty big deal for uh, younger guys that can't race on super speedways, right? I mean, I guess so, yeah, but I don't know if I'm going to be leading it after the dirt races that are coming up because I won't be racing those. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, what are your plans right now? Uh, just We're going to run a few more uh, truck races here. We got Bristol and Phoenix with KBM. I'll be in the 51 at Bristol and the 46 at Phoenix. And then uh, I have a few more ARCA races after that. And then I'll be doing some some more super late model races with KBM. That's badass. I love those. Well, I mean, that's exciting, man. I, I think everybody's pretty hyped up on you right now <laughs> just over these past two seasons. Uh, you've been impressing a lot of people. Uh, just to get off racing just for a little bit, uh, do you watch other sports or are, do you just watch racing? Uh, mainly just racing. Okay, and do you watch? I'm not uh, a. Big, I'm definitely not a big baseball fan at all. I'm not a. I don't like baseball at all, to be completely honest. Whoa. Uh, I watch basketball, but that's about all. Interesting. You're not a Braves fan, huh? Mm, I mean, sure, yeah, but I don't, <laughs> no, I don't. I Every, don't like everybody from Georgia is obsessed with the Braves. Um, okay. I don't know why. They're nothing special. <laughs> that's that's a good question, actually. Um. Okay, cool. So, like, on Sundays, if you're not doing anything, do you watch the Cup Series races? Uh, yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm only wondering just because I interviewed uh, two other of your teammates, um, Christian and Michael, and they were both kind of weird about it. They were like, yeah, I don't really watch much um, Cup Series racing. Yeah, I watch it. You know, you can learn a good bit if you just pay close attention to the racing a little bit. But just the aero side of things, you know, a younger driver like me just trying to learn a little more about aero, that definitely helps just watching that a little bit and seeing how people pick and choose their moves and just be patient and stuff like that. Yeah, no, I mean, that makes perfect sense. I just thought it was a little strange because I figured all, all race car drivers were big race car fans, and that's all they ever did. So it sounds like you're kind of fitting into that mold a little bit more. Um one last question, though. On this episode, I'm having somebody on from Twitter who uh, was arguing with me that iRacing is a form of racing. Um, what do you think? Do you think it's just a video game and people need to calm down about it a little bit? Or do you think it's a legit <laughs> racing league? Ah, uh, man. <laughs> I may get criticized for saying the truthful answer to this. I mean, I'm not a big... I think it's a cool resource to have and stuff of that nature, but I think it's getting way too overhyped, to be completely honest, yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're in my corner then. So, I'm glad uh, you think so. I'm I'm definitely going to use that to my advantage in the argument. Because you All right, are. Now, but if I start getting jumped, you gotta defend me now. Oh, I got I'm you. Definitely gonna get dogs for that. I got your back. I got your back. We can take. <laughs> pff, they're a bunch of video game nerds. We got them, dude. <laughs> now we're really getting in trouble. Uh, no, nah, man. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's gonna be a big jump. <laughs> no, that's awesome, dude. Um, yeah. Anything you want to hype up for the future? Anything coming up that you just want uh, people to know about? Yeah, just uh, that we are going to be coming out with our next year's schedule here very soon, and it's uh, really, really, really exciting to see what I'm going to be doing next year. It could get really dicey, so be excited Ooh. for that. Ooh. that. That should be interesting, um, based off how fast you're going up um, and getting a lot of uh, notoriety. So let me know when that comes out. I'm going to have to retweet that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. 
<laughs> Alright, man. Well, once again, sorry for taking up so much of your time for me not knowing how to work a computer. Um, but thanks for coming on. It's been awesome. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. Alright, and then once you get famous, too, you gotta come back on. Because I'll still oh, just yeah, be, sure. you know, doing this. Um, <laughs> and you'll be really famous. So. Oh, yeah. You got it. <laughs> Alright, thanks All right, a lot, man. Night, Take care. You too. Why do you have to hate what you don't understand? Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.